Heavenly greetings in Jesus' name. Yes, thank you so much for joining us once again on this podcast here on the University of God. Yes, so many people believe and know that we are in the last days. Yes, the end times. Where there is a manifestation of the spirit of fear everywhere. And I think we've seen that time and time again in the last few years, even months. But we know that as children of God, we should be led by faith and not by fear. So there's one question that keeps reoccurring and reoccurring. I think you know what I'm going to say. Mm. All about rapture. Yes. Some people ask the question, when will the rapture take place? Will I, le- will I be left behind? So I want to take a moment today for us to talk about this in the light of God's word. Mm-hmm. You know, God's word has the final say. In God's word is an assurance that settles all problems and questions and doubts. So that is why we're here today on the University of God to discuss about different topics based and illumined by the word of God. So, Racine, what can you say about rapture? Hmm. Rapture. What a word. In English, what does the word rapture mean in English? Hmm? Well, I mean, it has different meanings, doesn't it? Oh, it does rapture mean? Uh, uh, okay, wait, wait, let me check. There's the meaning in the, in the natural, in the spiritual. Well, number one, a feeling of intense pleasure or joy. Okay. Um, number two. That's in the figurative sense. The transporting of believers to heaven at the second coming of Christ. Okay, you hear what they say. Say it again. The transporting of believers to heaven at the second coming of Christ. Transporting. Do you take a bus? Where would you transport them? Where? Where is the destination? Heaven. Glory be to God. Can a bus go to heaven? No. Can a plane go to heaven? No. Can a rocket go to heaven? No. Even where is heaven? <laughs> Praise the Lord. So let's come back to our journey. You can see, we say rapture. Rapture is a spiritual thing, has a spiritual meaning when it comes to the Bible. So the reason, what is rapture? Why do we need to be raptured? For what? Hmm? We said it, here is not heaven, this world we live. And the scripture says in the book of John, we are in the world, we are not a part of it. Take note of that. We are in the world in bodily form. But if you are in Christ Jesus, if you are saved, if you are born again, if you have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus in you, mean you have the divine nature of Christ in you, you are in the world in bodily form, but not a part of it. For Jesus said, when he interceded for the saints in John chapter 17, say, Father, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Hallelujah. And Jesus said to Pilate in John chapter 18, for this reason, I was born and come into this world to bear witness of the truth. Pilate said, what is truth? (laughs) Jesus remained silent. Why? Truth needs to be discerned. So, we heard of this world. Why? Because the Bible said, do not be confirmed to the pattern of this world. So when we talk about rapture, Jesus said, I don't pray, Father, for you to take them from this world. 
but to protect them from the evil one. In John 17. But there is something Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 3. If Ruth can help us to read it. Let's listen to the promise of Jesus. Let's start by verse 2. John chapter 14 from verse 2. Listen very carefully. The Bible says that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the governor of our future. Hey. What is future? Go ahead. In my father's house are many rooms. I love this scripture. Which scripture is that one? Can you say it? John 14 from verse 2. John 14 from verse 2. Listen what Jesus Christ said to all of you. In, in my father's house. In my father's house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who is the father? God Almighty. God. Which house? A house not built by men, but a house built by God. Hmm. That's why Hebrews chapter 11, mentioning the heroes of faith, said they left where they come from, looking for a house not built by men. If they, have, they were looking for a house for men, they would have returned to where they come from, but they were looking for the house built by God. Jesus said to you and me, John 14 verse 2, as Ruth just said, say it again. In my father's house are many rooms. In my father's house are many rooms. That means there's a room for you. And for you and for me. So if it were not so. Some versions say many mansions. Many mansions, yeah. The will of God is not to give you a room. A mansion. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. yes. In my father's house are many mansions or many rooms. <laughs> if it were not so, I would have told you. I am What's going there. Carry us along. If what? If it were not so. If it were not so. I would have told you. You know what Jesus means? What I'm telling you is the truth. If not, I will not say it. If I say it, I who came from heaven, believe my words. It is true. Go ahead. I am going there to prepare a place for you. I am going there ahead of you to prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. When Jesus was saying that, he was here on this earth. Am I right? Yes, you're right. He said, I am going to my father's house. To prepare a mansion for you over there. Do you know what it means? If I say it here, who wants to go to heaven? Ruth, do you want to go to heaven? Yes, I want to go to heaven. Are you ready to go now? Yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I want to see my daughter grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, because all of us want to go to heaven. None of us want to die. to do with the universe. Wait, 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 this is a pretext. That we are just saying it. That's not true. I mean, you don't want to die I now. I don't want to die now. Praise the Lord. Because we still believe we have so much to achieve on earth. We've got to achieve nothing without Jesus. That's why only God knows the beginning and the end. Even King Hezekiah. When God says you are going home, you're going to cry. No one wants to go before the time. No one. But that's why there's no much time for everything. But Jesus said, I will go. Ahead of you, then I will leave this world. I will go back to the Father to prepare a place. Can you go to John 14, verse 26? And we come back to that. Verse 26. Let's listen to what Jesus said. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. But the Counselor. Mm -hmm. 
will teach you all things and you will remind you of you. everything mm-hmm. I have said to you. Mm-hmm. 14 verse 26. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, you hear what he said? The counselor, Holy Spirit, will what? Teach you. Will teach you. All things. All things. And will remind you of everything. And will remind you of everything. I've said to you. I've said to you. Let's go back now to that verse 14. This is one of the things that Jesus has said to you. Mm-hmm. Verse. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that yeah. you also may be where I am. Oh, my Lord. Jesus said, I will what? Go. I will go and, and then prepare I will a place what? for you. I will prepare the place and for you. And then I will come back. And take you to be with me. And take you to be with me. So that you may be where I am. That's the rapture. Jesus said, I will first go to my father in heaven. I will die and leave this world. When I go to my father, I will prepare a place. Because Jesus prayed in John 17, Father, where I am, I want them to be with me. Jesus will go to heaven. Prepare a place for you. That is our future. That's the future of the church. To spend future felicity with Jesus forever in heaven. And Jesus said, if it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. Hmm. So, that's the assurance of our future. It's not his earth. Our future is heaven. Eternity with him. To guarantee that future, Jesus said, I will go first and prepare a place for you. But I will pursue, then I will come hmm, and take you there. Mean he's the only way, the only truth, and the only life. So him taking us to heaven is the rapture. That's the rapture. What is I it? I hope you're writing this down. Do you have a pen and paper? Write this down. I will come back and take you there. That's what it says in John 14, verse 3. Am I right? Yes. Jesus made that promise that he will come. And take us there and we spend future felicity with God. I mean, no one can take you to heaven except through him. That's why I say, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The question is, going to heaven, <laughs> you must have a criteria. If I want to go to America, can I take a plane and go to America at my will? I'm asking you. Well, depends. You need to make sure you have a ticket. You need to make sure you have a visa if you need a visa or an ESTA or Good. whatever part Good. of the world you're from. <laughs> okay, a ticket. Now, to go to the place when Jesus said we should go. It's true, you need a ticket. What's the ticket to pay? Salvation. What is salvation? Being cleansed from your sins by the blood of Jesus, accepting Jesus as... Does salvation come by your own way? No. How do how how are we saved? Jesus saves us. How did Jesus save me? Jesus had died on the cross more than two thousand years ago. Today, there are many people that are not saved. The fact that Jesus died for whole humankind doesn't mean everybody's saved. Because Jesus is the the creator of everyone, but not the father of everyone. I mean, you we have to accept Jesus into our hearts as our Lord and Savior. What is the ticket? That's the question. The ticket is for you said it before. You to accept Jesus. How do you pay for the ticket? You pay for the ticket through the blood of Jesus. How do you pay for the blood of Jesus? But do you, you go and crucify you? What Jesus has done for you. How do I accept it? When you repent of your sins mm-hmm. and you accept him mm-hmm. into your heart. As... How do I accept Jesus? By mental imagination? No. How? 
in your heart. How how do my heart accept Jesus? You believe with your heart. You believe. Uh, yeah, plus what is what? Say it again. Faith. <laughs> that you see. You are telling me, bro. You can tell that it's not planned. Like, it's true. We have not planned it. <laughs> that is it. The ticket is faith. Heavenly currency. Because Jesus said, I will go to my father. I will prepare and come and collect you. Now, who qualifies you? Jesus. Because the Bible says that flesh and blood, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, this blood cannot inherit to heaven. This one cannot go to heaven. Mm. Right? We are not righteous. You must have right standing to go to heaven. And that's so hard. Absolutely. So means I need a visa. You say the visa. I need to go to the embassy. I need to go to a living church with somebody appointed by Christ who preached the gospel by the Holy Spirit who preached to me word of life. And faith comes from that word. Right? So to go to the kingdom of heaven, to be saved, is by through grace, through faith. That's what Jesus said. So it means, who are those who will be raptured? We are coming to that answer. Who are those who will be raptured? Those hmm? who are saved. On the last day, on, on the last day. Only true believers shall be raptured. Only true believers shall be raptured. Will you be ready? Yes. When the Lord shall That's come. the question. Will you be ready mm. when the Lord shall come? Hmm? Faith is now. That's why Prophet Joshua said, Leave each day as if it were your last. If I leave each day as if it were my last, oh my Lord, I will get my heart in tune to reconcile with God and to be ready when the Lord shall come. Will you be ready? Will you be fit for that journey? That's the question. So, the scripture says clearly, let's go back. We're talking about that rapture. How Jesus will take you there. Let's go to First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. Now, Jesus said, we'll come back. Let's see what happened when Jesus is coming back. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with the a Lord, loud command. The Lord himself. Mm-hmm. With a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God, mm-hmm. and the dead in Christ will rise first. The dead in Christ will what? Rise first. Mm-hmm. After that, mm-hmm. we who are still alive mm-hmm. and are left will mm-hmm. be caught up together with them caught in up. the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Caught up. That's and the rapture. So we will be with the Lord forever. That's it. We'll be caught up. Caught up. Caught up. That's the rapture. Now let's take it one by one. Paul said, <laughs> verse 60, he said, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven. Jesus will come back from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. That's what the scripture says. What does it mean? If you are a believer in Christ, and you have salvation in the name of Jesus, and you have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 16, you will be sealed with the Holy Spirit forever. Yeah. And he said, he who believes in me will never die, even so he dies. Yeah. That means if you are a believer, if you are saved, death is not a period, only a comma, there's life after life. Yeah. 
this body will go to the dust, but will resurrect, right? But Jesus is saying now, all the believers that are slept in the body, but they say dead, a Christian never die, mm. changes. But this body of flesh will go to the grave, right? When Jesus says that, and he's coming, there will be resurrection. That resurrection, those who died in Christ first will not be left here. Huh? If you rapture, you rapture somebody who is alive. <laughs> You're going to rapture somebody dead. So, I mean, we will not leave them here. The Bible says, those who slept in the Lord will resurrect first. That's what the scripture says. Hmm. But those who are still alive, but saved, their body will be transformed automatically. Because this body of flesh cannot go to heaven. It's a body of glory. That's what he said. He will come and take there. So, the question we need to answer. When will that have to take place? That's the problem everyone's talking about. Mm, that, 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 that's the question everyone wants to know. When? So? Or the tribulation or, you know, the last days. Okay. Let's go to next chapter, First Thessalonians, chapter 5 from verse 1. Now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. Mm -hmm. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Take note. Say it again. Now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. Mm -hmm. For you know very well that mm -hmm. the day of the Lord will come like a thief. It will come like a thief. In the night. That's what he said. Let's go to Mark chapter 13. Let's start from verse 30 to 32. Listen to what Jesus said. Mark chapter 13 from verse 30 to 32. Listen. All this concerning the rapture, everybody's talking about. I tell you the truth. This generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Hmm. Heaven and earth will pass away. Hmm? But my words will never pass away. Listen to the Lord. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away. My words will never pass away. Mm -hmm. No one knows about the day or hour, not no even one. the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Say it again. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. So, if the angels don't know, if the Son doesn't know, only the Father, so how we we know? And that's the question. <laughs> so, that's the scripture says. That's what the Bible says. It will come like a thief of the night. That's why if you look at the apostles of old, they were living as if the rapture would take place the day they were living. That's why we live by faith, and faith is now. Really? If you live each day as if it were your last, you will get ready. That's why Prophet Yeshua said, when we are prepared to die, we are prepared to live. <laughs> really? When you are prepared to leave this earth, waiting for the Lord to come any moment from now, you are prepared to live everlasting life with Him in heaven. And nobody knows. Faith is now. Tomorrow is not yours. Only the present is us. And the Bible warns that one day before the Lord, like a thousand, and a thousand like a day. So, the question is now, 
who will be ruptured? Who are the people concerned by this rapture we are talking about? Let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 20, first, and then we elaborate. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. You hear that? When the disciple came, because of a filled with the Holy Spirit, sent by Jesus to cast out demons, Hey, Lord, we have seen this. Jesus said, do not rejoice because of that. Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. What does this mean? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 19. Means your name written in heaven means you are a citizen of heaven. If I want to go to America, and I'm not an American person, I will need a visa. But if I'm an American person, I can go freely. I have free access. I must be a citizen to go to that country. Ephesians what? Chapter 2 from verse 19. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household. Do you hear that? That's the household of faith. You are no longer a a foreigner when you accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior. You don't need a visa. You are free. Jesus will cleanse you of all iniquity by faith in his blood. And when you believe in Christ Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit, you are saved. Your name are written in heaven because you have the seal of righteousness that you are saved, born of the Spirit, born from above. John chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Read it for us. John chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Mm -hmm. Flesh gives birth to flesh, Mm -hmm. but the spirit gives birth to spirit. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. Mm -hmm. The wind blows wherever it pleases. Mm -hmm. You hear it sound, Mm -hmm. but you cannot tell where it comes from Mm -hmm. or where it's going. Mm -hmm. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. That is it. You must be born again. When you are born again, your name is written in the registry of heaven. Your birth certificate is from heaven, born of the Spirit. That's why Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 says, you are ready? You are no longer foreigner. Or aliens. Or aliens. You are a member of God's household. Absolutely. These are the people that have the seal with them. When the angel come to collect them, he will look at those who have the seal of righteousness. Ephesians chapter 1 verse, 7, verse 13. One thirteen. Mm-hmm. Chapter 1 verse 13. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, mm-hmm. the gospel of your salvation. Mm-hmm. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance and the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. That is it. The moment you have the Spirit of God, you are a citizen of heaven. You are marked with the seal of righteousness. Now, I want to say something. The purpose of that seal. The scripture says that Jesus is coming 
again. Mm. And the Bible says the day of the Lord will come. It will be a terrible day. And that day, the wrath of God will come. Mm. But the question, those who are saved, those who are believers, escape the wrath of God. They will be raptured. So I'm telling you, the rapture <laughs> is not my problem if I'm a child of God. I mean, God has marked me the seal. I'm no longer of this earth. God has made a promise. Whether I'm alive or not, Jesus will take me there. I consider in me that I have the seal. When Jesus will come back, he will take me. I have the guarantee of that. I'm no longer of this world. I'm here physically. I'm not raptured in body, but in spirit, I'm there. Go to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5. Listen very carefully. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Say it again. Gently. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, in spirit. But when we talk about rapture, they're talking about this body. Means, I'm a citizen of heaven. My name is in heaven. But bodily form, I'm still absent with the Lord. The is meaning, in bodily form, we are still away from the Lord. That when he will come on the day of the rapture, those who are still alive as we are talking, if Jesus comes now immediately, this body is transformed immediately. And we leave this place. That's what the scripture says. Because corruptible cannot inherit incorruptibility. Can you please go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 46 to 47. Let's listen. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. The spiritual did not come first, but what? The natural. What does it mean? You need to be born again. The spiritual did not come first, but the? Natural. We are all born of man of flesh. But, say it again. The natural come first. Mean we are all born of a woman or a man in the flesh. But after that, the spiritual. When the spiritual come, you are born again. So, the first, verse. the first man was of the dust of the earth. The first man, Adam, was from the dust. That's why God said, you are from the dust. You shall go back to the dust. Go ahead. The second man was from heaven. The second man, Christ, is the new Adam. He came from heaven. He's not from this earth. Jesus came from heaven. Go ahead. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. As was the nature of Adam from the dust, so are all human beings we came from the dust. Only Jesus came from heaven. Mm -hmm. And as is the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. As the man of heaven, Jesus, so also the heavenly man. I mean, the heavenly man are partaker of the divine nature of Christ. When you accept Jesus, you accept the nature of God. You are born again, a new spirit, a new nature, a new life from Christ. A Christian life comes from Jesus. That's why Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 7, I have come to give them life and life, life in abundance. That is it. Yeah. Mean by faith in his work, in his resurrection, 
we put on Christ as our righteousness. In him we live, in him we move, we have our being. We are heir of Christ. With the same spirit of adoption sonship in our heart that Christ our Abba Father. Then we call God our Father. No. To seal this, we are talking about who will be raptured. Can we go to Ephesians chapter 4? It's very important. Start from verse 4. Chapter 4, verse 4. There is one body and one spirit. Oh my Lord. Say it again. There is one body and one spirit. There is one body, one spirit. Mm-hmm. Just as you were called to one hope when you were called. Just as you were called to one hope. Living hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one One baptism. Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all. One God and Father of all. Who is over all and through all and, and in, in all. all. Can we take it step by step? The first one. Read the first one. Shall you verse 4? There is one body... And one spirit. What does this mean to you? The Bible says in the book of First Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 13. I'm going to read this as Ruth is on that section. What the body means. Paul said in First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. For by one spirit, the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. And we have been made to drink by one spirit. When we are baptized into the Holy Ghost, we are baptized into the body of Christ. Meaning, the body of Christ is comprised of all those that are truly born again, born of the Spirit of God. The Bible is so clear. That body of Christ is the church, the living church. Meaning, the living church as body of Christ is comprised of all those that are truly born again. Regenerated, they have the Spirit of God, the life of Christ in them. The only way to become part of the, of the body of Christ is to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. We are baptized in the Holy Ghost to become a member of the body of Christ, sharing one spirit, the spirit of truth. Next slide. Just as you were called to one hope when you were called. Yes. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. What does this mean to you and me? One Lord. Who is the Lord? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Lord, the Son of God. When you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, when you believe in the Son of God, you believe in the work of the cross, in the finished work of Christ. His death at the cross to redeem us from sin and death by faith in the cleansing power of his blood and by true repentance we receive the grace of that will cover our sins. And by faith in his name, in his name, we receive the Holy Ghost baptism. See, one Lord, Jesus Christ is Lord. One what? One faith. Which faith? Faith in the finished work of Jesus of Nazareth. You must believe that Jesus died for the cross for the salvation of your soul. You must believe in his resurrection from the dead. And believing and confessing, believing with the heart, confessing with the mouth, you come unto salvation. And you receive the gift of Righteousness. One what? One spirit. One baptism. One baptism. Which baptism? 
baptism of the Holy Spirit, not baptism of water. Paul is very clear on the matter. When you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, salvation comes. Remember in Acts 16, 31, when the jailer said, what must I do to be saved? That's the best question. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you and your household, and you shall be saved. Paul said it clearly in Romans chapter 10, verse 6. That's the word of faith. In verse 9, he said, if you confess with the mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you mm. believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're saved. You're saved. Mm. So, the Bible says, one body, one spirit, mm. baptism of the Holy Spirit, one Lord. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 says, there is salvation in no other name than in the name of who? Jesus, Jesus Christ. You must call the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. One faith, believing his death at the cross, mm. believing his resurrection, if you believe it and confess it, what comes next? One but baptism. Baptism with the Holy Ghost, only Jesus can do it. It's Jesus that immerses your spirit into the Spirit of God when your faith is fit, when your faith is accepted by God, heavenly acceptance. Then you meet the condition given for salvation, one Lord Jesus Christ, one faith in the finished work of Jesus, and then the baptism of the Holy Ghost come. What comes next? Next. One God and Father of all. One God and Father of all. God is a God of every human being, but the Father of only those who are born again. He's the Father of those who believe in the Son of God. Those who are regenerated, have the recreated spirit. These are the sons of God. That's why the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 8, read very well. From verse 7, it said, you are no longer in the flesh if indeed the Spirit of God is in you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Romans chapter 8 verse 9. If Christ is in you as our righteousness, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. Now it's clear evidence that on guarantee of salvation, you must be baptized, baptized in the Holy Ghost to be a part of the body of Christ. That's the body that will be raptured. That body will be taken away. That's the church. The rapture of the church. To guarantee that you must have Holy Spirit in you. Because the seal that will guarantee you to enter that plane to go to that rapture is Holy Spirit. Without Holy Ghost, you stay here. So clear. Go to verse, you are still in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 40, 40, 45 and 47. First Corinthians. First Corinthians 15. Let's go to verse 47. 45, 47. First Corinthians 15. Yes. From verse 45 to 47. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. Mm -hmm. The last Adam, a life-giving spirit. Mm -hmm. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and mm -hmm. after that the spiritual. Mm -hmm. The first man was of dust of the earth, mm -hmm. the second man from heaven. Mm -hmm. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. Yes. And as is the man from heaven, mm -hmm. so are also those who are of heaven. Those are of heaven. Last one. Just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, mm -hmm. so shall we bear the likeness of the man from heaven. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That is it. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Do you hear that? Flesh and bone. Cannot go to rapture. 
Fashion boy cannot inherit heaven. What did you say? Read again. I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. nor does the perishable inherit. That's why this body has to go back to the dust. The imperishable. Mm-hmm. Only the corruptible must become incorruptible. That is it. So it's a spiritual thing. You must be born again, marked with the seal of righteousness to avoid the judgment coming. Because when you look at the book of Genesis, if you doubt the rapture, just go to the book of Genesis chapter 19 and read what happened when the angels came to Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy it. When they came, there was a man called righteous, which is Lot. The angel said, get out of here. We cannot do anything as long as you are there. They grabbed Lot. They grabbed his family and everybody outside Sodom. They said, as long as you are here, we can't do anything. Genesis 19 verse 22. It was only when Sodom was taken, when Lot was taken out of Sodom and Gomorrah, then judgment came. Abraham, remember, interceded for Sodom and said, God, will you destroy that 50 righteous? God said, because of the 50, I will forgive. He said, God, what are 45? If he is five. God said, if there are 45 righteous, I will forgive everybody. He said, Lord, sorry for talking. I want to add again. If there are 30, God said, if I find 30 righteous for the sake of the 30, I will forgive them. Say, Lord, what if you find 20? God said, if I found 20 for the sake of the 20, I will forgive everybody. Mm. Say, Lord, I'm very sorry. I'm going to say for the last time. Last time, I will not talk again. This time, if there are 10, God said, if I find 10, I will forgive. Why Abraham never say if there is one? Yes. That's the question. <laughs> That's the question. Because the scripture said that Lot was a righteous one. That's what Peter yeah. said. This means, for me, if there is only one Christian born again on this earth, God will never destroy this earth. That's why you have to rapture him out. For the sake of the saints, God will never bring judgment. Just as it is for Lot, he will do for every born again. They need to be raptured. But God will never pour his fire on his children. Never ever. That's not God. If you read the book of Ezekiel chapter 9, the angel said, Before I pour my fire, go inside the street and put a mark on those who mourn, those who regret. That's good for you. So please, my brothers and sisters, we should not waste our time in discussion, in presumption. The assurance of salvation is to be saved now. Amen. Once you believe in Jesus, once you are saved, you are a citizen of heaven. Heaven is here already. But Jesus come, you are guarantee of salvation. Now the question of rapture, those unbelievers, those who face that wrath, will be left go, behind. They will go through the fire. And the scriptures, scriptures say, some of them will be saved through the fire. But if you are elected, you go. That's what God said. So please, we should not waste our time. The New Testament is to avoid the wrath of God in your life. That's why John said, who taught you to run from the wrath of God? In Matthew chapter 3, when the Pharisees came for baptism, produce fruit worthy of repentance. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So this is the time to seek salvation. Seek Jesus. Seek the kingdom of heaven. And the Bible says, heaven is guaranteed right now. And all those rapture, when the time comes, you just come today, will take you to heaven. Whether you die 
Whether you are alive, we go to heaven. So please, let's fix to the let's fix salvation now. Faith is now, 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 now. If Jesus come today, will He find you here? I ask Ruth, what is the ticket to go there? What did He say? Faith. Okay, can you go to Luke chapter eight, verse eighteen? Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Mm -hmm. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has, will be taken from him. Whoever has what? Faith. Whoever? Is it heavenly currency? Say it again. Whoever? Whoever has will be given more. More shall they give it to him. Whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has, will be taken from him. Will be taken away from him. Hmm. Go to 18. Chapter 18 now. Verse 8. Luke. Chapter 18. Luke 18. Mm-hmm. Verse 8. Whoever has, more will give it to him. Whoever does not have, he only has to be taken everything, lose everything. Go to verse 18, verse 8. Now listen to now, carefully. I tell you, he will see that they get justice. Mm-hmm. And quickly, chapter however, eight, eight, huh? when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? That is it. When the Son of Man come, will you find faith on it? I mean, only true believers will after when he come. Only true believers shall be right. When he comes, will you be there in faith to be raptured? You must have faith to be saved before you become a Christian. True believers in Christ Jesus will be raptured. And have the guarantee of everlasting life. Thank you. So the question is, are you a true believer? Because if we are true believers, it means that we're already in this world, but we're not part of it. Meaning that we we don't keep we keep this world and its values from living in our hearts. That's why Jesus called us out of this world. So when you hear people discussing, talking, worrying about the end times, about questions about rapture, remember, don't allow anything to distract you from the straight race with God. Because remember, if we are true believers, like Rasin said, we are citizens of heaven. Surely we are connected by God through the spirit. So you don't need to worry about rapture about being in the end times because as a believer you will not be there to see that wrath because God will take you the question here is now for me what is the concern of the church about rapture Abraham concerned for Solomon Gomorrah should be our concern Abraham interceded for God to forgive them to save them so the church the living church born again must go on his knees and intercede for the world in darkness for the purpose of God is salvation. He doesn't want anybody to perish. God takes time for everybody to enter the boat of salvation. Therefore, the living church should begin to intercede and pray for your nation. Pray for those who do not share the same faith. For God to give them the grace to be partaker of that grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And when Jesus comes back again, the body, that body will resurrect. You have new body to glory. That's why we say, 
we have the spirit as a deposit mm. waiting for the redemption of our body that will come on the coming of Jesus when the body of glory will come. The corruptible, we pick the incorruptible. Mm. That's what Paul said. It is planted a corruptible seed to raise the As it is a natural body, spiritual bodies. Let's leave you with that thought that it's not for us to know the day or the time. If we needed to know the day or the time, it will be written. But no, it's not for us to know the day or the time. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief That's in it. the night. If you read the apostles, the letters of Paul, and if you read the Bible, you will see that the apostles wrote the scriptures as if Jesus was becoming back the next day. That's how they live their lives. And that's how true believers, we should live our lives, believing that our last day can be any day. That's it. And we want to be connected with Jesus, to be raptured with Jesus. So the question is, are you ready to go to heaven? I like that analogy of the the plane and the ticket. You have to expand on that one day. We talk about it because it's of time. In we'll in another about, session, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about how do we go to the kingdom of God? Kingdom of God. How do you get heaven. there? Yes. How do you get the ticket? How do you get the visa? What's the transportation? So stay tuned for that in another podcast. God bless you. Thank you. So this message is challenging everybody. Seek first the kingdom of God, and every other thing shall be added to you. The Lord be with your spirit. Amen. Amen.